This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Well, thank you, Bert. So just to recap where we're at, it's mid-April. This would normally be tax season, but not this year. This year's tax season is in July. And the, COVID, the coronavirus C-19 season just doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. So the ramifications from it will, won't be. Um, today, we're nearing the 2 million mark as far as cases around the world. And we're approaching 120,000 deaths. In the U.S. alone, 561,000 cases have been reported. And nearly 23,000 folks are, are dead. But on the good news side, it appears that we are reaching the peak. And today, New York announced that it's working on a plan to reopen along with some other coastal states, um, which will work in the ideas of the groups, the states will work in groups to keep the virus contained and not spread it state to state when an area or geography reopens. Now, that said, some states are either considering or begun extending additional stay-at-home orders into May, but yet there are still seven states that have yet to issue any stay-at-home order at all. So while we're being told that the peak of corona in the U.S. is happening this week, the states are still responding in various ways across the across the country. That's kind of where we're at with the with the coronavirus itself. From an industry standpoint, last Friday we launched the NWFA Virtual Expo, April 28th through May 1st, which was when we were scheduled to be in Milwaukee with our expo. We went live over the weekend, and we've already had more than 600 people register. So I think that's pretty good for a holiday weekend. If you haven't registered yet, um, please go to nwfaexpo.org and do so. The event is completely free. It's open to anyone in the wood flooring industry. And given all that's going on, going on as, as Chris will join us in a bit and, and reiterate, the NWFA Board of Directors wanted to make sure everyone who is interested in education, product demos, and networking got an opportunity to do so from their desktop or mobile device with the NWFA this year. So again, there are no charges, there are no fees. Just come uh, spend your time with us. So a couple of highlights on the digital event. We have more than 30 speakers, six live education sessions, five recorded sessions, four demos from NWFA regional instructors. In addition, we have seven exhibitor demos, and we have virtual appointments with your exhibitors from 11 to 3 Wednesday and Thursday and from 11 to 2 on Friday, May 1st. So you have an opportunity to go in what I call a kind of call blind shop. As an attendee, you can come in and see what the exhibitor has put up as far as video or brochures, what their show special might be, and you can ask questions of them without identifying yourself until you're ready to. So there's no sharing of email lists. There's no, there's no back and forth until you want there to be a back and forth with a specific vendor. So that's one of the highlights I wanted to showcase there because um, it's a, that's a, you know, a protective way of doing business so that you don't have to share who you are until you're ready to. And then we'll also end the expo with uh, Wood Floor of the Year Awards and have some discussion rooms open for technical questions or emerging leaders, manufacturing, and more. As far as, and we'll also have a couple of just happy hour and, and free sessions where people can go in and chat if they're not in a session at the current time uh, throughout those days. So we'll kick everything off with the C19 Economic Impact Panel, some of which you've heard on the podcast series here. So those are kind of the highlights of the NWFA Virtual Expo. Again, three days dedicated totally to you and your education and your networking. So we'll kick off with the whole COVID 19 Economic Impact Panel. And one of the reasons we want to do that, because obviously it's, it's prevalent with everyone, especially during the time frame we're going to be in before shutdowns go away, um, having it at the end of April, we know everybody is is home or captive or able to hopefully join us for some of the live events. And Chris, I know you're going to be doing one of the 
one of the education sessions. Do you want to tell us what you're going to be doing? Yes, actually, I'm going to be doing the build a business, not a job presentation. So elaborating on, on what the whole beginning of Real Answers was all about when we were doing our various segments about how to build your company. We did this at another show at Domatex, and it, it was pretty well attended, and it went pretty and, and it went well, in my opinion. I always think it was a good presentation if everybody sticks around and has a bunch of questions and uh, engages. And so we have that in both sessions. So we cover, you know, job costing, um, marketing, understanding financials. There, there's a lot in there. We brought back the garbage bag test, so some of you may have have been involved in one of my courses years ago where we did uh, the cost analysis on exactly how much it costs to sand a floor, you know, per foot. So all of that's going to be in there. We're going to do that live presentation. So I'm kind of excited about I was thrilled to be doing it at Milwaukee, and I'm glad it got picked up to do it as one of the live seminars. Yeah, well, I'm glad we can do it as one of the live seminars, too, because like you said, if people stick around and have questions, that's a good sign that things are good. And I know we've had a lot of questions come out of the podcast series, and we've, we've tried to address a lot of those. So hopefully the folks that are out there listening will join us for the live event where they can ask Q&A of you directly. Yeah, that's that's the goal. We'll see where it goes. We have uh, I have a dry run uh, with our staff on, I think it's this Wednesday, for training because, obviously, this has never been done before. So we'll see how that goes. Um, other things going on up, up here uh, in the Northeast in Boston, we still don't have our funding yet. Um, as of Friday, I was told it's still in the same position it was on Thursday and no news today. So we're just – I'm trying not to be crazy, Adam, and in his face. I know that everyone is waiting also. Uh, we got that from the contractor call, so I'm comfortable. And tomorrow I'll reach out and see where that goes. Um, our warehouse is done. We'll, we'll actually put the final touches on it tomorrow. And I've got appointments there on Wednesday uh, with two different buyers. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, and my first appointment today was yet another hair salon. And actually, this one's a, a day spa with a hair salon in it. And, you know, they're closed. Our governor has shut us down till uh, March um, excuse me, May 4th. So the spa's not open. And all he really wanted to know was, can you get me done by the first week, second week in May in case this thing extends? And he's ripping out all his floors, changing them to new floors. And we're going to have some subfloor prep and whatnot. So it's a nice job. So we'll get him that quote today. And hopefully he doesn't go into sticker shock tomorrow and um, that pick up that project. Well, so, the most the most important question you need to ask him is if he can throw in a haircut for you because it's uh, starting to get into the long season out here. I don't know how about your how you're doing, but my my hair could yeah. use a little cut. I'm doing all right. I actually went to get my haircut the day before they shut it all down. We we it was announced it was going to be on whatever it was a Tuesday. I went the day before, so if they open soon, I'm going to be fine. Uh, not that <laughs> worried, but. Um, you know, so that's – we had three measures today, so that's holding true. Uh, I got a wood floor inspection tomorrow, so stuff is still happening. It's just it, – you know, it's not happening at the pace we've all been running it at, and the weather today was atrocious. We have uh, that – if you remember, we talked about that whole house re sand and finish that came through. Well, we started that today, and because of social distancing – uh, one of our trucks is driving, and we had three trucks go out today. So 
on this site, we only had two guys, so one of the trucks went, and then the guy took his personal vehicle, his pickup truck, to the site, parked it, went inside. They started working. They're sanding floors. They heard a loud boom, and one of the guy's giant trees fell right on top of my guy's truck, and I mean, oh crushed gosh. it. Crushed it. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and that the only reason that, that his truck was on site was because of social distancing. So COVID-19 took out his truck. And um, fortunately, nobody got hurt, took down some power lines. So that shut us down for the day, and we'll be back there tomorrow. And he's already got a rental car, but he's going to need a new truck. It wow. Was, uh, it was a shocker. And that, that was the excitement of my day today. Well, that is definitely an exciting day. And disappointing at the same time. But, yeah. uh, you know, the spirit of the guys is pretty good. Everybody's doing their part where, where and when they can. One of my one of the crews that came in today is one of the crews that had been sitting out for two straight weeks. So he was happy to be behind the machine. And, you know, those are the things that are going to happen. You're going to have these little, you know, things that go on each day. This guy's in. He hasn't been in for two weeks. And this other guy's coming in on Wednesday. So... That's where we're at. I have not heard anything about the large buildings, you know, the high rises where we've got three units mm -hmm. that are on shutdown right now. Those aren't coming back yet, but we know they will. It's a brand new building. Those people are going to want to move in. I know Lenny Hall had that same thing happen. So it's going to come back in waves. And as it comes back, um, you know, we'll be doing as we are every day. Wherever I can work, I'm going to work. Very good. I thought of something as you were talking to, I wanted to mention to you um, a resource maybe I ran across that might be helpful to you with your bank. I don't know what bank you're using and I don't need to know, but I did run across a resource earlier today that's called covidloantracker.com. And that website does two things. And that's covidloantracker.com. Uh, the two things that site does is number one, it provides a list of loaning institutions that you can submit your payroll protection program too, which I know you've already done, uh, but some of our guys out there might not have. And number two, it's a place where small business owners can check on the progress from specific lenders. They can see what the typical waiting times are from specific lenders and more. And <clears throat> now some of this is self-reporting. So, um, you know, you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt that it's not all loans and it's not all participants that have, that have participated in this website, but some of the highlights that they were able to provide First on the payroll protection program, the average payment speed has been six days. The median company size has been 18 employees and the median uh, payout for each one of those. So if you had 18 employees, the, the median payout loan size has been 153,000. Then on the grant side, on the EIDL loan or grant, the average payout has been 16 days. The median company size that's received funding has been nine employees and the EDI grant size has been 8,500. So it's really interesting to see how uh, different banks are re responding. And they have uh, a couple of different spreadsheets there where you can look and see where your lender stacks up or what people are saying about your lender and maybe someplace to find a better lender if, if it's one of those cases where they're not being responsive. And some people, some banks just aren't taking on uh, anybody but existing customers. So it's it's a good resource if you if you wonder where your loan status is or you, you haven't done it yet, to take a look at that site and uh, see how the banks are, are responding because they're really kind of all over the place. And I don't want to name any specific banks by name, but you can see how your bank is performing against those in the index by checking out the spreadsheets on covidloantracker.com. I'll so be checking up on my bank. 
So what else is is that? It's pretty much that's pretty much all I had for today. What do you? What do you got? Anything else? Yeah, no, I think that's a Monday. You know what I mean? Um, tomorrow's another day. We move forward. Easter was yesterday. I hope everybody enjoyed it as best they could. Uh, I'll I'll say this: she won't be listening. But today, my mom turned eighty, so that was great. Uh-huh. Um, can't go see her because of social distancing, but we had a nice talk on the phone. So uh, looking forward to tomorrow. And again, as always, I'm looking forward to the other side of this. Uh, until then, everybody, keep it real and best of luck out there. Thanks, Isa. Back to you, Bert. Well, Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.